Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. Whether you're 65 and up or not quite there yet, everyone can begin preparing to finish well. Now, here's your host, Randy Hess, with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habecker. I'm glad you're with us today for the Finishing Well podcast. We do it regularly here, and I'm excited you're with us today. I'm Hal Habecker, the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, and usually I'm here regularly with Randy Hess, a voice you've, you've learned to know, and we address and share on life issues and topics that go along with aging and finishing well, the things we're all experiencing in our 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. And we're here to encourage each other with a fresh vision for God's work in our aging years. Just like Moses said, teach me to number my days so that we will present to you, O God, a heart of wisdom. That's the way we want to live. We don't retire from being God's men and God's women for his purposes in our lives. And speaking of women, I love today's speakers and topics. I want to welcome my wife, Vicki. She's been on here before, and she will lead our thinking today. And just because it's an accent for women, women bring a lot of perspective. I mean, they're God wants us to listen to them. So we want to listen to a woman today. Vicki brings a special friend and a guest, and I can't wait to hear what God has for us through them. So welcome, Vicki, and I'm eager to hear what God has for you and your guests today. Welcome. Thank you, sweetheart. I am so excited to introduce one of my dearest friends in the whole world, Patty McNamee. We have known her and her husband, Jim, for what, 50 years, I bet at least, uh, we've walked through some real high moments, some real low moments, and everything in between. But I wanted Patty to tell her story today. And the reason I've asked her here is I want to know how a mom handles deep grief. And as we get into Patty's story, uh, The phrase will come up that we've always heard, we as moms are not supposed to bury our children. They are supposed to bury us. But God turned the tables on Patty and Jim many years ago, and they went through an awful uh, dark time with their oldest daughter, Shannon. So Patty, welcome. Share us everything on your heart. Don't be hesitant to hold back emotions raw emotions. Uh, Just tell us about your beautiful Shannon. Tell us about Jim and your kids real quickly, and then tell us about beautiful Shannon. Okay. Thank you, Vicki. I'm very, very honored to be here with you all. Um, Yes, Jim and I um, have been married 59 years next month. Wow. And um, we had three children. Shannon was our oldest. And then there was Paul and then Holly. And uh, when Shannon was 19, she was in a car accident and she was coming home from work. And um, it was, we were, we, we, I received the call at the house and telling us that she was at the hospital, that I needed to come immediately. And I remember. I t- funny thing that you think about at a time like that, when you're told news, 
I said, now you're going ahead and treating her, right? You know, like they wouldn't have. But in my mind, I thought they needed my permission. So anyway, I rushed there. And Jim had also gotten a call at work. So when we got there, she was still alive. But we were not able to. Um, we They just needed to be with her. The doctor did. So he said, you know, I, I need to, I can't stay here and talk. I need to get back. And and it was just a few minutes after that that she um, was face to face with the Lord. Patty, what happened with the car accident? She was like I said, she was coming home from work. She was an, in Plano, Independence and uh, Plano Parkway. And she was at a, the stoplight. At that time, you couldn't go straight on independence. You had to turn. And so she was in the left-hand lane ready to turn. And a cement truck, she had the, the green arrow, and she was in the process of turning when the cement truck uh, hit her. He's, his brakes failed. And um, she was thrown from the car. But um, we found out that it was just a small um, problem, over, you know, cra- uh, uh, she impact on apparently her head when she hit the ground. But she was um, c- unconscious, so was not in a great deal of pain at all. She was, by the time that she was at the hospital, she was still alive, but unconscious. We found out later that the the cement truck had brake issues, but they needed to put it on the road because they needed needed another delivery. So, hmm. Patty, I remember you're telling me that you did not want to go in and see Shannon. Well, they didn't offer for one thing, um, but she was only alive maybe ten minutes. 10 or 15 minutes, uh, but I didn't feel I needed to. I wanted to remember because I had a friend that said, oh, I would have had to go in and see my child. Um, and I said, I wanted to remember her from that morning when she left and said, may I wear your sweater one more time? And uh, that's was the last the memory I wanted to have, um, not in the after she had passed. Um, I didn't need to see that. Uh, but we're all were the, were the next few days a blur for you? They were. It was almost like I couldn't believe it. It, it was really true. I keep thinking the next few days is like, oh, it's about time she'd be coming home and um, from work. And so, yeah, it's it was we were busy because there were a great deal of you know, there were people there which uh, takes your mind off a little bit. But still, um, I think it was almost harder that next week when it was quiet. There wasn't um, as many people visiting at that point or phone calls. So it, it, things slowed up a great deal. But yeah, it just coming home, I remember, it's really true. Because at first, it's like you think it's not really happened. It didn't really happen. And 
but you'd realize, yeah, it did. It did. How was, uh, I know you shared with me once that in that I may be that first day or the second day. And I think this is interesting that men and women maybe grieve a little differently. But I remember you're saying that, who was it? Jim's brother, uh, Ronnie, mm-hmm. just and just sat down on the couch beside you. Didn't say a word. It was just yeah. the ministry of his presence there. That's right. Yeah, he um, he's very quiet naturally, and now a man of oh, many words. But I remember when he came in, he just sat down and did not say a word. Just sat there with me, probably an hour, and um, he didn't say anything. I remember patting him on the arm, thanking him, and I, and wanted him to know how much I appreciated it. And he didn't have to say anything. It was just his, like you said, just his presence was very, very special. Very special. Did you as a woman feel like uh, you needed to get it together for the sake of your husband and your other daughter and your son? Or did you feel the freedom to, to grieve the way that you wanted to grieve? Um, oh, I did feel the freedom. I did, but I think as a mom, you you do you are concerned for your other children, and I remember just wanting to make sure they were okay. Now, our son was uh, two years younger than Shannon, so he was seventeen, almost eighteen, and Holly was almost fourteen, and so he really was private with his grief. He spent a lot of time with his friends. And so I I really left him. I didn't want to hound him at all, make him feel like he had to open up to me. Uh, he's private. That's his nature. Holly's a little more outgoing uh, and her, her emotions are a little bit more um, open as well. And so I kept my eye on her quite a bit. Not really hounding, but just watching her, making sure she was okay. And um, but yes, I did feel the freedom. Jim and I grieved differently, and we both had the freedom to do that. Um, if you know, some people want to talk, they want they need to talk it out. Others do not, and and I think that's important. To allow both when mm-hmm. when there is a, a death, because we we do do it differently, and we pro- usually process any issue or problem in the same way differently. And I just think it's always interesting how God gives us the grace to encourage others that we love when we're drowning ourselves. Yeah. You know, I know you felt there were some days that you just couldn't put one foot in front of the other. You had no uh, strength to soar like eagles or to run. It was just put one foot in front of the other. But God yeah. promises, he, and even in those, with whatever strength I've got left, Lord, I'll trust you. That's right. And you know that he was holding you. 
in his righteous right hand. I mean, he is, I remember when I accepted the Lord at nine years old at vacation Bible school, um, the, we had a flannel board and she had this, this uh, figure of Jesus and his hand was down. And what she said was, are you going to let him walk out of your life and not take his hand? And I jumped up at nine years old. And I said, no, I want him. I want to grab his hand. I want to walk with him. And and then I remember telling her, I need to sit at the end of the row because I'm going to walk the aisle. I'm going to go down and talk to the pastor. It was just so exciting to me. So any scripture about his righteous right hand just speaks to me because mm. it just brings back uh, that time that, it, that um, my heart opened. and. You know, I, I love Psalm 139, the chapter. It is, um, it speaks about him walking with us. He knows everything about us. And that's so much comfort. And our days were numbered before there was one of them. That's right. He had numbered 19 years. Yes. And for some of us, we have a friend who's 103 right now. (laughs) Those days were a lot longer, but there was a purpose for Shannon's 19 years, just as there's a purpose for this lady who's 103. That's right. That's right. You know, it's all in his hands and we don't have to understand it because many times we don't, you know, why it is the way it is, but it, he does. It's all, all planned. and. Patty, were you were you ever angry with God? I never felt the anger. I remember that night wanting to go in her room to smell her clothes and uh, all by myself. And I remember um, as I was holding her sweater, her favorite sweater, and I just it in my I was so thankful that he gave us Shannon for 19 years. I was so thankful. And I don't remember feeling angry uh, at all. You know, I, just trusting him is is everything. And he does give that comfort and peace that we can't understand you know, ourselves. Were there ever times, I remember reading those uh, stages of grief, uh, for believers, you know, and first one's just denial, which I'm sure you felt at the hospital in the emergency room. But then I remember something about just wanting to be isolated, not wanting to be around people, or at least not be around certain people who were going to maybe make your pain worse, if that's possible. Did you, did you feel like there was a time you needed to just be by yourself alone with God? Uh Yes, definitely. Um, and I had someone, actually, actually, it was after the funeral, uh, they came up to me and they said, you're not grieving properly. Ooh. And it took me back. And um, I said, I'm, I, I don't know really what you mean, but I really don't want to discuss this right now with you. And, and I think sometimes you have to set up some boundaries. Um, so that you have time to grieve 
the way you need to. And sometimes it is needing to be alone. And, mm -hmm. and so you can talk to the Lord and, or, or just get your thoughts straight. Because I had never had anyone say anything like that to me uh, before. And it, that angered me a little bit because mm -hmm. I thought, I, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. And for somebody who has not walked that same walk, Right. But yeah. then to say, that's just, can I just say, that's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's just somebody who has not experienced that. Well, listen, I want to say this. We're getting close to the end of this first one, and then we'll continue. But I love the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being in the fiery furnace. And their comments were, you know, if he slays me, he slays me. But the thing that I admire so much about you and Jim, that passage in Daniel says that, that when they came out of the furnace, the ropes around their hands had been burned. They themselves had not been scorched. And there was, this is the phrase that gets me, there was no smell of smoke mm -hmm. on them. You know, when we've been around a campfire or something like that for days afterward, I think, and we have observed our years in ministry, when somebody goes through something really hard, there's a lingering smell of smoke on them, whether it's anger, bitterness, depression, what? But for those men in that fiery furnace, they're trust was so ultimate in God that when they came out there was no smoke on them and I admire you that, that you and Jim y'all have walked through deep 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 sorrow and through it all God be praised is what's on your lips so we love you thank you Vicki we love y'all oh, now when we you. come back in a few minutes, but this podcast, we're going to record the second podcast, but we're going to talk about getting older, which is always a fun topic for women. <laughs> Al will introduce it. These will be put up on the Finishing Well uh, website or wherever you get your podcast, probably in about another week or two. And I want to encourage all of y'all to listen in and hear Jim and Patty's story uh, that we just finished and what we're going to do on the next one. Well, I want to thank you, Vicki. And especially your guest, Patty, as Vicki said, you guys are very dear friends. And I don't know all the purposes God has for us that come to us through life, tragic experiences, sad ones, joyful ones, et cetera, et cetera. But they're all part of his plan somehow. And through what Patty has shared, I hope it's been an encouragement to you. And you may not have walked her road, and I hope you haven't. But there are lessons that God has for us every day through all these experiences. And it's important for us to share them. So I hope Patty's testimony, her story has encouraged you. And you're, you're about to hear more of it as well. But thanks for being with us today. Uh, if you're intrigued by her story, pass it on to your friends. Encourage them with Patty's story today. And we look forward to having Vicki and Patty back in a, a second podcast. And we encourage you to listen to that. But that's the ministry of Finishing Well Ministries. We want to focus on stories 
and experiences and truths that God has for us in our aging years. So let's bless each other by continuing his work through our lives as we age. Thanks, and may God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Finishing Well podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's conversation to continue living out your God-given purpose. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find us at finishingwellministries.org slash podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finishing Well Ministries. We'll see you next time.